everyone, my name is Sean Beatty, and this is my podcast. It's Christianity for the rest of us. Right now we're doing 21 days of fasting and praying. I can't remember it, but whatever. We're going to get into it, so here we go. Hey, how we doing, everyone? Glad you are back with us. I don't know what day this is, so I'm not going to say what day it is. It'll just go on the pod, on one of the days. Um, I do know on day nine, I actually uh, started this podcast with a drop. Um, it was... That's no, not there. Oh, that's hot. Yeah, that one. <laughs> there it was. <laughs> And um, <laughs> my wife was like, why did you do that? And I said, because I'm a child, Kelly. I just like to do random things. And it was a button on my thing. And I pushed it and it made that noise. And it was funny. So anyways, yeah, we're here. Glad glad you're with us. I probably have a little more energy for this show because I have a guest. It's our worship pastor, Marlena Capato. Good whoop day, whoop. ma'am. Good day, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, you? Good, good. Um. So we're going to get right into this, though, as far as the prayer and fasting. So, um, Mar, you are, I've known you for a long time, and I've known you as a woman who prays. And um, you have a method of, like, really doing a quiet time that I think is, um, it's not one you thought of. It's an old method, uh, but it's it's another one. It's kind of like when we, I taught you the ACTS prayer, A-C-T-S, or when Jim came and did CATS prayer. Um, it's an acrostic. So you, you have this one and you learned it, um, from your pastor in Carlsbad, Jason Graves. He kind of drove that into that church. And, um, maybe, maybe share with everyone kind of how you do that and what the acrostic is and how it works through it and then how prayer works into it. Yeah, absolutely. I love to do something called soap journaling and that stands for scripture, observation, application, and then prayer. And I love it because it really is one page. That That's it. It's it's crazy. I teach it to my team. I teach it to my leaders because I, I just, all I knew is when I started getting the scripture in me, even if I didn't understand it, it started to build up like mm. a, a muscle yeah. to kind of just know I can interact with this scripture and I can pray it in my own words. Yes. So, no, that's good. So, scripture, observation, that's observing what you see in the scripture, yeah, right? Yeah, literally, what is it saying? That's the one I used to get stuck on, and I'm going to speak to that for people, because if you're like me, I'm like, what's the right answer? Yeah. I'm, I get freaked out. I used to take an hour to, to do this. I used to take break, like... Like I really sucked at my quiet time and I kind of had a little bit <laughs> I've got to have a commentary or I can't observe this. No, yeah. or, or just someone tell me what does it mean? I didn't think I could possibly understand or like interact with scripture without like a pastor or without a leader when I first started. But what was cool is I just kind of started doing it. I used to like go and put the scripture down and then I would like get bored and take a break and fi- I get distracted somehow. It took uh-huh. me like hours in the morning to do one little scripture. Mm. And then I just started doing it every day. And now uh-huh. it's just such a routine. So don't feel bad if you're like, I'm so bored. Yeah. Or I'm not good <laughs> I'm at not observing. Good at this. Yeah. You know? Or just write the, to start with, write the, just the plain meaning. Yeah. And I if actually. If it says for all of sin and fallen short of the glory of yeah. God, just write everyone sinned. Everyone sinned. Exactly. And I literally, I tell people. 
to write out the scripture. Like I uh-huh. physically write it out. Don't just like put the the mm-hmm. the verse name. Yeah, write it out because that gets it in me. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I try every month to like take a scripture that's really kind of speaking to me, uh-huh. and I try to memorize it. Yeah. Don't be afraid of memorizing because just get the gist of it. Yeah, you don't have That's to it. get it fully right. No, and it's not to do it just to like mark off something and get a badge. It's like so that you're like meditating on scripture. Like that way I'm not spending time thinking of being anxious or even when I'm fasting and praying when I pray mm-hmm. or I need to pray and I don't know what to pray for, but I'm struggling. I'll just like recite that verse and it helps me. So I, I want to talk to the memorizing scripture too because if you guys listen to me preach on Sunday morning, I will reference scripture from my memory a lot. And um, the last five minutes, my service of my message is always the same scriptures and I reference them and they're not exact to the NIV. Mm-hmm. They're not exact to the King James, You're right? I'll reference first uh, John one twelve. But as many as received him, to those who believe in his name, he's given them the right to become children of God. Mm-hmm. I don't know where I got that version of it. But it's if you read it in all the versions, it pretty much says something like that. It just doesn't have the exact wording that way. There's nothing wrong with, as long as you're getting the main idea of it there, if you get a but or an and or a, like sometimes we obsess on those little details oh, yeah. of the scripture and you're give you're you're working on the good and giving up the great, if yeah. that makes sense. And we have to remember if we wanted a literal translation, that would be so hard to memorize because it doesn't make sense. Yeah, when you read the Bible in Greek and Hebrew, it, it makes no sense. You have to interpret and create words, and, mm-hmm. and that's how translation works. So Absolutely. let's get to, to the praying over Scripture. Yeah. Because you said, well, I'll just pray over Scripture. I'll just pray this Scripture or recite this Scripture. What does that look like, though? Explain explain what that looks like in, in your process as you're, you're doing it. No, exactly. So we'll take a verse. Like the verse that I'm memorizing this month is Romans 8.18. Okay. And and I have a Bible here, and I'm like, oh, yeah, that's not the translation I memorized. So the mm-hmm. translation I've memorized says, mm-hmm. I do not consider the sufferings of this present time to be worth comparing to the glory that will be revealed to us. Okay. And taking that scripture, I've soap journaled it, and I've actually soap journaled it a few times within context of the whole whole thing, but that's another story. But just that one little verse, it's like, okay, what's happening in there? Because I can pray like, oh, Lord... What I'm going through right now can't compare to the things I'm going to see come out of this, which is great. Mm-hmm. But the soap journaling helps me to be like, okay, what do I observe in that verse? It's like, oh, man. Well, it's actually saying we're going to suffer. Yeah. So <laughs> so hold on, listeners. Yeah. If yeah. you're listening right now, pull out your Bible, pull out your U version, and pull up Romans 8, 18. Mm-hmm. So you can do it in whatever translation you want. She just she just quoted it from the CEB, which is a great translation, very similar to the NIV. The NIV, I'm going to read it in the NIV just, yeah. just so everyone knows, right? I consider that our present sufferings are not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. Mm-hmm. Okay? So so you've got that scripture now. Yep. Romans 8, 18. You've, you've read it. You've, now you're observing it. Mm-hmm. So what, what does that look like? So I observe it, <clears throat> excuse me, and I see, okay, it's acknowledging that we are going to see suffering in our lives. Mm-hmm. And I love that coming from Paul, who has suffered a lot. And then I observe and I would write down, 
we are going to see suffering in our life. But in that suffering, we are going to see amazing things. We're going to see the glory of God. Mm -hmm. I consider that our present sufferings, right, are Mm -hmm. not worth comparing with the glory that will be revealed in us. That those sufferings are just in this moment. Yeah. It's just a moment. It's not going to be there always. Yeah. Um, gosh, there's a there's a poem by Rilke, and it's, uh, gosh, I wish I could quote it right now. I'm blanking on it. But basically, he, he talks about the, the whole thing that um, no feeling is final. Yes. No feeling is final. And it doesn't and, dictate yeah, our faith. And he said, beauty, terror, joy, um, fear. Uh, he goes through all of these emotions and he says, embrace them all. No feeling is final. And then he goes on to talk about kind of the, to the glory that's going to, going to come yeah. in you by embracing those. Yeah. So and we're getting super deep right no, now. Not everyone's it's, quoting German not poets everybody. and things and like that, but it's so funny because I really do love to, and it's something I actually learned from you, Sean, when I first got here. And I was even trying to find my preaching voice. Mm-hmm. And something you said is your true north is you always will preach the gospel. Mm-hmm. And so I've now in my soap journals actually tried to always see where the gospel is, even in Old Testament, no yeah, matter yeah. what it is. It's like, how does this go back to Jesus? And it really does. Yeah. And because that glory. The whole Bible is about Jesus, it his is. life, death, resurrection, and return. And it's so amazing because the last verse I memorized was Philippians 4.8, which uh-huh. was, you know. Uh, whatever's true, whatever's noble, whatever that whole thing, like mm-hmm. think of these things. And I was like, well, Jesus is all these things. I'm going to yeah. think of Jesus. There you go. And then with this verse, I realized the glory that's revealed to us isn't us becoming better people. It's literally Jesus in us. Mm-hmm. It's proof that Jesus Christ is in, in you, us. The hope of glory. That's what the New Testament says. So exactly. we're, we're waxing theological on this. So <laughs> after observation though, mm-hmm. right? What, how do you pray that? So you go to application. Oh, sorry. Hey, no, I, totally I, fine. I have dyslexia, so You're totally I, I'm stop. I'm stop journaling. Stop. It's <laughs> <laughs> application. Yeah, you're just a dude. You don't want to go to the feelings. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, I don't want to say my feelings. Oh, uh, I know. But what's cool about application is it it kind of takes uh, you take ownership mm-hmm. of it of this this scripture in your life. Okay. And when you take ownership over it, you apply it. So for me, it's like okay. Um, application for what I'm seeing is I, I, I will turn to I statements. Mm-hmm. This is when I can make it personal and I, and I can say the current difficulties, my current circumstances aren't what dictate my faith. Mm-hmm. My feelings are just temporary. Yeah. Everyone suffers. Uh-huh. I, I love relating to like the rest of the world too, because it does take it off of me a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I say, we're going to suffer. This is all normal. This is a part of the human condition. But I must not take my eyes off of Jesus. Yeah. I must not forget that me suffering brings him glory in the way that I suffer. Yeah. I had a um, one of my children, when I told them that their mom had cancer, mm. he actually had a profound, like they had, the, the, this child had a, pro, I mean, they're teenagers, but it was profound. And they said, well, I've had a really cush life and I knew something hard was going to come. And I guess Oof. this is my thing. 
Wow. And I was like, wow, that's wisdom right there. Yeah. (laughs) You know, and and, and they they weren't like playing it down. They were like, okay. And they, you know, they were devastated by it, but it was still like a a wise saying. So now we get to prayer. Yeah. Now I get to prayer. Observation, application, prayer. How do you pray that? So I love that we have application before prayer because it leads to a place of not just checking off the prayer. Mm-hmm. Okay, I prayed this morning. It's bringing it into reality. My heart is now softened to really come to the Father and say, Lord, thank you for these sufferings. Mm-hmm. I would never say that mm-hmm. if I hadn't gone through the process. Thank you for my sufferings. Yeah, yeah, and that that is actually biblical. Yep, it's biblical. Like the whole New Testament talks about sufferings. And, oh, and, yeah, First and, and Second Peter. All the popular <laughs> preachers in our country skip all those verses. Uh-uh. <laughs> Which is crazy. Oh, it's tr- it's it's true. I, yeah. I, you got to get your breakthrough and get for our, your thing. For our New Year's Eve service, as a whole team, we prayed. I prayed, let's not pray for a better year because we keep praying for a better year. And what is that getting us? Let's pray for a bolder year. Yeah. Then no matter what we face, we will face it in boldness with Christ. Yeah, it's beautiful. So we've been praying that for this year. And I pray, Lord, thank you for my current sufferings. They remind me to be dependent on you, mm-hmm. and they remind me that your glory is near, yeah. and it is in me. And, I mean, if you want to go that next step, like, I love looking things up in Greek and Hebrew. Glory is like this light, this revelation, this heavy weight. Mm-hmm. And it's like a heavy weight. Oh, let your glory be in my life. Why are we not surprised that we have these sufferings? Yeah. Crush us. So, really quick, I want to walk everyone through yep. it. It's SOAP, S-O-A-P, Scripture observation, application, prayer. Yeah. So, you know, the scripture was, today was Romans uh, 8. 18. 8, 18. The observation is that everyone suffers. The application, right, is um, where in my life do I have some suffering that I can actually, you know, embrace and realize God is using it to bring bring me to glory yep. with it. it it's going to use his, going to make his glory from it. And then the prayer is, Lord, thank you that I'm in this situation. Help me to be bold in it. Help me to walk, right? Yep. So, so that's, that's totally the process. Thank you for being on this. Yeah. Um, if you don't, if you're listening from out of town or whatever, um, watch our Clovis Hills live feed. Um, this woman's leading worship on it. She's... I like to sing, <laughs> dance, yes. pretend, All of it. and come. I, I, I had to throw a drop in. She's um, like literally me. Yeah. So that was little Marlena. So, you know, I have a drop of her. But listen, check her out. She's on Spotify too. Um, she has an uh, album and a, a couple albums on Spotify, Marlena Capato. And, um, just Marlena. She, it's weird. Oh, it's just Marlena now. It's just Marlena. Apparently I'm Beyonce. You're like Beyonce <laughs> or Prince <laughs> so That or was Ryer, Sting our old creative director. Or, I know, it works. It works. So anyways, look up Marlena. And um, guys, uh, let's go get them now, okay? Yeah. 